You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now I'm joined by Angel Olsen. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. You are more than welcome. Uh, Big Time is the new album. Congratulations on the release. Um, you know, I've been listening to you for, for many years now, and I've always enjoyed the world you create, uh, the characters, the scenescapes, the stories you've told, true or untrue. Um, they've felt mm-hmm. real, and I've always kind of seen a bit of myself in them. Uh, in big time, the scenescapes are gone. This is a self-portrait. Uh, you know, you're you're showing rather than creating. What does that mean to you? What does this record mean to you? Um, for me, it's just uh, I feel like I'm just yeah, I'm letting people in in a way that maybe I haven't before, and I just feel a little bit more comfortable in my own, just in myself and. Yeah. As a person, you know, I feel I feel calmer. I think for me, I can hear that, and that is part of the record. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's relaxed. Like I feel relaxed yeah. now. What a time yeah. to be relaxed. Because um, <laughs> you know, the, the record tells of great loss, great love, uh, and wanting to pay honor to to those. Um, you know your your mother, your lover, uh, as well as your internal honesty, uh, self reflection, your sexuality. These are big fucking subjects. Um, you know, did laying the songs on paper and recording them help uh, deal with it all? Because um, most of us don't kind of we don't have that output. Um, I mean, I tend to bury the bad really deeply for better or worse for myself yeah. uh, and for for the good I, I tend to to shout it from the rooftops um, annoy the hell out of people uh, and probably show off a little bit but you know um, for you you had this kind of output so um, you know did, did that kind of help with with everything that was going on at the time of writing some of the songs and, and around the time of recording as well well, a lot of the songs were written before I came out and before my parents died. Um, I think This Is How It Works was one that was finished right after. Uh, that one's pretty specifically about, like, just losing my parents one after the other. And, like, you know, just things just getting weirder and weirder, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. darker and darker and weirder and weirder. But... um yeah, I think that I I think I was listening to a lot of 70s rock and like reflecting a lot during the pandemic when I wrote these songs and when my parents when my mom passed and I went to the funeral I was like I had already scheduled to to record in July and I was thinking of canceling but then thought well this might be the only chance I get to like maybe this is the perfect thing for me to be doing actually right now is to like put myself into some some work or into something and you know get out of town so it was important for me to get out of Asheville and you know I I just my mindset was like I'm not going to rehearse I'm just going to go up there and see how it feels and if it doesn't feel right then we'll stop and we'll can pick it up later you know but it ended up being really nice so yeah, and everybody was really sweet and really intuitive. There weren't, there wasn't ego involved. You yeah. know, it's like I was very understanding and respectful and creative and like 
that's what we all want. That's what that's what we are all looking for <laughs> when it totally. comes to recording. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you you went off to like well, it's kind of Laurel County uh, Canyon adjacent, but it's that whole yeah. Laurel County scene. Uh, and and Jonathan Wilson is uh, yeah, has, yeah has been a big part of like revitalizing that because you you say you're listening to seventies rock and stuff like that and that makes you think of Laurel County, uh, Canyon really doesn't it uh, in, a, yeah. in a lot of ways and what was happening then at the time so I mean so was that space really important to the sound of the record not just Jonathan himself but that that space and those identities that were around in that area at the time I think it was inspiring yeah. Yeah. It was in- inspiring to be in the mountains and be in nature and be in the landscape and like be able to go on a hike if I wanted to or go to the beach in the morning before re- before recording, you know. And um, we're gonna go out there. We're doing rehearsals right now, and we're gonna have a friends and family show in Topanga, out at that outdoor theater there. And it's kind of terrifying because we're still figuring out, you know, we're still figuring out all the changeovers and stuff. So. Um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to do that in front of people for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at least it'll be, fr- you know, you know, friends and their kids. You know, like it, it'll be chill. And then after that, I'm running over to Jonathan's to to go to his wedding. <laughs> oh, wow. so and be, and the day before, I'm taking photos so up there. So I'm like, I get to go back there, which is really fun. Um, yeah, I like being isolated a little bit. Like, especially when I, I... I like LA, but I really love a good excuse not to, like, be in the city. <laughs> yeah. um, so for me, it was really nice to be there. And also just meeting him for the second time. I think I had met him many years before and forgotten. Um, after meeting him and playing songs for him and hearing back, like, some of the stuff he was recording, I was like, you know this is where the record should happen. But I still had like several meetings with people yeah. to figure out, you know, but I just kept telling my manager, like, we have to do it. We have to do it here. So, <laughs> you um, know. You, you've always been an artist that flows sonically, um, you know, playing with different genres, big times, um, big time lies in that kind of country space, Americana. Uh, which is a style that has lived on your previous albums. But for me, I think it's the vocal performance on this album that kind of sets it apart um, from from the kind of some of the country stuff you've done in the past. Um, You know, the vocal holds a space on the record. I'm not quite sure if I've heard it from you before. It kind of envelops the composition uh, and almost you know it's wrapped around it and it's, it gives it this kind of glow what was the kind of idea in the studio about what you wanted to do with your vocals on the record um i just wanted to make sure they were like front and center and like yeah really like make them big because the songs are so simple that you really need you know it is about the words you know the structures are like very easy it's just the the words needed to be heard more i think it was less about instrumentals and more about making sure, yeah, like, like you know, I'm not one to want to turn my voice up that loud, but because it's not really, <laughs> it's just like a minimal sounding backing band. Like, I feel like it just made sense to to have it up front in that way. Um, and yeah, I, I want you know, I went through each one, and you know, I would be like, oh, I need to open my palette more on that one and go and redo it, or you know. I would say, oh, this one needs to be doubled or that one could use a harmony. And then 
afterwards, like, when we were wrapping everything up, I dialed in like reverb and echo with him and just like mm. on the board manually, like kind of pointed to certain words. Like he'd play the song and I would record the reverb and all the way through the song and, and certain words would have a little longer tail, etc. Same with the echo. So that even if, you know, if they that didn't work out, he knew what I was trying to do there. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in post, and yeah, I think that that kind of approach is really cool because then I don't have to like, you know, ask a million times like, no, on that word for like three seconds, I can just like be like, no, it's already there. Just go to the reference, you know. So yeah. there was stuff like that that I I did on this record that was really cool, and he like allowed me to like I played a lot more guitar and like did some more. I. I um, got to just kind of hang out and play like weird instruments and you know he's got all these crazy percussive instruments I mean he played drums on the record too which I thought was really cool yeah. um, and also part of the reason why I think he understood this that space matters that like creating spaces matter as much as making music and I think he's a drummer, a singer, you know, like he's, a, he can play any instrument. Like Jonathan is like a virtuoso, like everything. And the same with the guy who was playing piano, Drew Erickson. So it was just like, I'd get to work with these people and like, they'd be, you know, one day I was like, I'm trying out for this thing. It's like a biopic for heart. You know, I, I didn't get it because I'm not Jennifer Lawrence, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow though. Wow. But. But they were, wanted me to do a performance of Alone by Heart and record it. And I was like, okay, well. Um, so I did like an acoustic performance. And then I came in that day and Jonathan was like, well, I used to make karaoke tracks for a living. So like you hear some of those like Cheryl Crow songs that are like from like early 2000s. Like that's me in the backing band. Oh, wow. On the laser <laughs> so, discs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wow. he was like, I'll like let's let's try it so him and Drew and everybody like got together and like it sounds exactly like the song I cannot tell you he got the guitar sound down immediately Amazing. it's like you know like that 80s guitar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know just yeah. like so intense yeah and I just I could have cried I, that they were just like oh we're gonna get into this role <laughs> you know like so stupid <laughs> Um, but we made a sick recording at the very least. <laughs> I'd love so. to hear it. I love Heart. Heart's such a great band. <laughs> such a great band. Um, it just, yeah, I, I, I love how you're describing things now because studios can feel like um, like a business, like an office space sometimes. Uh, and, yeah, you know, so the, like it sounds like it was fun. And, you know, and, and you, you've always been someone that's kind of gone into, well, from what I've read, I should say, uh, you seem to be someone that's gone and super prepared and ready to lay things down. And this time, um, for, for, for reasons, you weren't so. And you mentioned that before. So that, did that allow the lo a looseness as well? That kind of open to uh, the f f fun in the space and the fun in recording and and allowed you to, to do those other things that you might not have done in a corporate studio setting? I think so, yeah. I think that also just the songs being easy, like I just didn't want to rehearse like a 3-4 
you know, song. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> y'all got this. Like, we don't need to overthink it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fun part is always when you're adding stuff on, right? It's like yeah, when you're totally. like, oh, what's that sound? You know, let's make that weird. It's like that, like, oh, he's putting, like you put a harpsichord on all the flowers. Like, oh, um, that makes it like this, like Renaissance, like <laughs> it sort of is like, it makes you laugh a little bit. And I was like, oh, we got to, this is going in an interesting direction, you know, um, stuff like that, like can really change a song and you don't really imagine it when you're thinking playing the demos you know so the, i love that part because it's like it really changes the mood of something mm-hmm. um so we just kind of recorded the simple tracks and then you know if the drums were if it, if it was still if the whole thing was still like moving a little slowly like we'd speed it up and then i'd sing over it you know like there was like a couple things like that where i'm like the key is different than the demo <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> um but yeah i had a lot of fun Every, everybody played something on it. Even the like assistant engineer played bells on some stuff. So it was like, it was cool. It was yeah. fun. Sounds like a party. Well, like it was a little bit like a party. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was, you know, I came in being like, what's up? You know, once we're like, we were nine tracks deep. That's when I kind of like open up more and I'm like, all right, let's hang. Yeah. What, what's going on in your life? You know, but, um, Everybody was really chill. And, and, you know, I have some really funny photos of all of us sitting on Jonathan's porch. Um, yeah. We kept watching. Um, he has a projector in the uh, back area in the the listening room. And we would watch, like, funny YouTube videos. And um, we watched Salieri. We watched, uh, what is it called? Um, oh, we kept referencing this... this um, uh, classical movie and I can't remember the name of it. It's like not Beethoven. It's something else. I don't. I don't remember. Classical it doesn't movie. Oh, classical music movie. I thought you were, for a minute there. I thought you meant yeah. Beethoven the dog. Uh, no, but <laughs> but yeah, we just kept watching funny videos and like hanging out late at night, and it was really fun. So nice, nice. That sounds great. That sounds and, and exactly what you probably needed in that time. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, that's amazing. So, I mean, it's uh, so the album is, is in the world. It's, it's about to be in the world. Um, but, but as you said before, other than one song, um, a lot of these songs come from a place before big upheaval in your life, the loss of your parents, and and you coming out uh, as, as gay and and um, and things like that. So, I mean. How do you feel listening back to to the con- con- lyrical content of the record now? Because you know, it's, it's kind of a different self. I don't feel like I am a different self. I just feel like I'm more of myself. You know? Yeah. Oh, but, good, good. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've always I love that. been me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm gay, but if I end up with a cis man one day, I'm still gay. You yeah, know? Totally. Like, yeah. But I also feel, I just feel like I, I didn't know. Uh, those things about myself, you know, and, and and then after losing my parents, like I just think like it's just really humbling when that happens. Like you're just faced with your own mortality more than anything. I think it's less to do with missing them. I mean, obviously you miss them, but I think what pe- people don't tell you is that like it brings up all these childhood things, and like you really like 
start to think about like how you're spending your time with people and who you want to spend it with. And I think we, we all do that as we get older, but also yeah, when totally. we like have like major change in our life where we have like an accident in our, in our life or we lose someone, you know, and I, I feel like that definitely happened for me, but you know, I can still be a little, you know, I can still, you know, have fun and, and be a firecracker and I've got the fire within like, you know, I still have some rage to iron out, but <laughs> I don't think you, I, you ever iron out all of the rage. No, I think no. you need a bit of rage. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think I just a lot of a lot of like the losing stuff just made me feel really disassociated and, and quiet. Like, like I just didn't feel like doing anything or talking yeah. to anyone. Um, but now I'm I'm kind of feeling back in myself a little bit and. It's been really nice to be with the band this week and rehearsed and like remember that the world is a bigger place and that like people listen to my music. Like I go back and I live in Asheville. Like yeah. I forget. I go back to a place where like I forget who what I do, you know. And and that, there's a reason for that. But I had been there for like almost three years, so not not really doing a lot. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. So, but but I I kind of like forget that yeah. this is my life, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, shit, shit. Like, I guess I have to play in front of a thousand people today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> crazy. And then back to, to North Carolina. Um, back to the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. I love that. I think I think Colleen Green kind of told me the exact same thing. That's why she lives where she lives too, back home. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, speaking of amazing, the album is amazing. You keep talking about how the songs are simplistic, and I guess in a way they are, but um, musically, but um, they're that doesn't lessen how they're just brilliant. I really love this record. I've, I've loved the vast majority of your output. I'm never going to tell an artist that I've loved everything they've ever done because that would be a lie. Yeah, yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know um, and, but I have love the vast majority and, and this record uh, trust me if I never had to play Shut Up Kiss Me Again I would <laughs> so that tells you anything oh I love that song um <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway I've got a new Shut Up Kiss Me now and it's off this record but I, I love this record and um yeah so congratulations on putting it out uh and, and putting it together and, and everybody in the team behind it as well because it's not just you of course um, it's, it's the band and, and, and everybody else around it. And if we've learned nothing more through this pandemic, it's uh, that music is, is, a, is teamwork. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people behind everybody uh, that uh, put put in their their effort, and they're just as val- valid as and valued as, as everybody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, big big thanks to them and big thanks to you, and, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for talking with me. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You have yourself a wonderful uh, day. Um, I hope your practices go well, and hopefully we'll see you sometime here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, at some stage off the back of this record. That would be great. Yeah, I'm excited to come there. So hopefully that works out. Brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) All right, thank you so much. All right. Thank you.
Angel Olsen on the One Radio 191 FM, the new album, Big Time. I've got a copy of it to give away right now on vinyl, a beautiful LP from Angel Olsen. If you want to win that, text me 0212 Radio 1. That's 0212723461. Text me now and you can win yourself a copy of Angel Olsen's Big Time on vinyl. Here's track number one off the album, All the Good Times, here on 91 FM. can't say that I'm sorry when I don't feel so wrong anymore I can't tell you I'm trying when there's nothing left here to try for That was a Radio 191 FM podcast You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.